Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Kevin at the Historic Linwood Theater podcast with you again one more time. Well, hopefully there'll be more than one more time. But for tonight, there is uh, one more time. And here we go. Today is Tuesday. It's the 4th of April. Have you, as I just did, sent in your tax forms yet? Don't get me started. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, let's just get going with the uh, the schedule for this week. I'm going to give you the next eight days up front of the movie schedule, the, the flicks, the films, and the times that they will be playing here at the historic Linwood Theater. We're going to start with today, Tuesday, April the 4th. Linoleum continues. Folks, I have one word, one descriptor, one adjective to use about this film. You ready for it? phenomenal. I'm going to talk a lot more about it towards the end of the show when we get down to the uh, commentary. Linoleum plays at uh, 4.30 and 6.45, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday. And I, I am really sorry to say that we're losing it. I wish this is one of those times that I really wish that we could keep this film for another week. But alas, uh, we'll have to wait till it wins a bevy of awards. And uh, maybe we'll get it on the re-release sometime next year. In the meantime, you've got uh, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday at 430 and 645 to see this one before it's gone. Taking its place, debuting, premiering on Friday is Moving On, starring, uh, you know all these people here. Um, you've heard them before. They've been around for a while. It's Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. So I'm kind of thinking this is uh, 9 to 5 two. Maybe. I don't know. I'll read you some comments and give you the synopsis here in just a minute. Friday, it kicks off at 4.25 and 6.30. And then Saturday and Sunday, it plays at 2.30, 4.35 and 6.35. And then next Monday through Thursday, it will play back at the 4.25 and 6.30 time slots. Okay, so uh, should we let's let's take care of business first and talk about the upcoming movie? Okay, moving on. It is starring, as mentioned, Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. It's an hour and twenty-five minutes, so it's a nice ninety minutes in and out. It's rated R. It was directed by Paul Wheats, I believe. W e i t z. I'm not really familiar with Paul's work. However, he did write and direct this one, and he has also done uh, some some pretty. Deep Decent films in the past that uh, that played well about a boy in good company, Bel Canto, and uh, the one that caught my attention, American Pie. So the guy knows his way around a uh, uh, comedy. He knows his way around uh, dramatic presentations, and uh, seemingly seemingly knows how to make it work. We'll see what he can do with Jane and Lily. It's called Moving On, and here is the synopsis. Two old friends, Lily and Jane, reconnect at a funeral and decide to extract revenge on the widower who exploited them decades before. 
Okay, well, uh, Malcolm McDowell, by the way, plays the uh, person of interest here, person one. And um, what else can I tell you about that? Currently, it's a 74% tomato meter with a 70% audience score. And I'm going to give you one quote now from the aforementioned Rotten Tomato website. Uh, this one's from Matt Conway. And, um, well, wait a minute. How would you like to write a review? You want to you be the guest commentator, the guest critic for a film, one film? I, I'm going to open this up to uh, linoleum because this is one film that uh, inevitably will begin. It will be the initiator of a conversation post-screening. Uh, so much so that I had to kick uh, six of my friends out tonight, regulars here at the HLT, because I had to run upstairs and record this podcast. So we're talking, we're thinking, we're speculating, we're trying to guess, we're connecting dots and threading ribbons, and it's it's that good of a movie. However, we're not talking about that just yet. If you want to leave a review, go to Facebook, go to the text commentary here on our host site and then down at the bottom there's a link a hot link to facebook where you can leave your message so and i i implore sure come on out i beseech i beg whatever i got to do to get you to leave a comment about our movie especially this one should be pretty easy regardless back to moving on and here is the comment from our from a professional critic matt conway he says, and I quote, Even as the promising puzzle pieces don't quite fit together, the experience still provides a refreshingly morbid comedy, bolstered by the radiant talents of the remarkable stars. Think 9 to 5. Okay, well, that was that was funny. It has moments. So thank you, Matt, for that. And again, I invite you to come to our Facebook site or call me or be a guest on the show. But you can sit here upstairs in the projection booth in my director's chair and I'll put a microphone up close to you, slap on a pair of cans headphones and uh, we'll, we'll talk away about uh, your favorite movies and um, whatever else cinematic you would like to discuss if you want to talk about the historic Linwood Theater's historic place on Bainbridge Island Linwood Center, Port Blakely, The Mills we could go on for days <laughs> but back to the task at hand I want to talk about um, I want to talk about linoleum I, I just can't get too much of this thing. Colin West is the writer and director, and uh, you'd say that to write a screenplay that uh, touches so many nerves and opens so many um, avenues, portals to uh, the fantastic, this is it. Uh, there have been mentions of like films. Uh, people have talked about Back to the Future. People have made comments about Donnie Dargo. Uh, people have made comments about a couple of uh, time travel movies that uh, were actually filmed, uh, one in Seattle and one down in Ocean Shores. Safety is not guaranteed being the one from Ocean Shores. And um, the, the comments that I would like to make uh, about its its robust nature of, of cinema 
is that um, it, it's it's fabulous. It is just fun. The, the screenwriting is crisp. It's risky uh, because anything involving time travel is going to be left in the hands of the acumen of the screenwriter. You've got to be able to tell your story jumping around a little bit. Who's who and what time is it or where are we being some of the biggest questions that a screenwriter must answer in order to get his message across. If indeed there is a message. And I think that there is one here. Uh, You might say, well, what was the message then, big guy, uh, of everything, everywhere, all at once? Was there a message there? Sure, there was a message there. That was about family, reconciliations, about forgiveness, about courage, and uh, dealing with the multiverse simultaneously. So stuff's coming at you from all over the place, as we saw. And uh, to, to give you some type of a correlation between the two, I think a consistent metaphor that weaves throughout both of them in, in this now uh, burgeoning genre is that um, things aren't always as they seem. Uh, we know that. But how... Knowing that, do you portray that in film? How do you write that down? Things aren't as they seem. Okay, well, mm, uh, you pick a, a place, a situation, and you go from there, and you've got your characters, and you have their paths, the hero's journey, perhaps, and uh, you weave uh, messages, and you weave metaphors, and you weave uh, some type of challenge, some type of conflict, some type of drama, because we know that that works. Uh, Plato knew that. Socrates knew that. Um, Stanley Kubrick knew that. Stephen Spielberg knows that. I can go on and on with you. He knows that. You know that, too. There's got to be some type of a challenge that our hero needs to overcome. And in both of these films, it's it's about family. It's about love. It's, it's about forgiveness. Uh, and it, it's about um, both of these are love stories. Okay, cleverly disguised. This isn't a love story. It is uh, part of the fabric of the film itself. And as it unwinds and, and as we watch and as we become engaged with its pathos and and wondering along with the, uh, the the characters in the film, just what exactly is going on here, we begin, in both of the films, we begin to get glimpses, ideas. We get little peeks into the reality. The screenwriter or the director or um, whoever is in charge of pushing the plot. Interesting things happen. You know, uh, cars fall from the sky. Nothing is quite that simple. So I, I, I love this. I adore this movie. In fact, as I told uh, a group of six kids, um, they looked like they were probably 25 to 30. I can call them kids. And uh, they got here plenty early. I didn't ask them where, but it, uh, I hadn't seen it before. So I think it was via a Washington State ferry, maybe the Issaquah. And uh, so we're standing around. I said, hey, you know what, gang? And immediately I got their attention. They said, no, what? guy with the funny shirt on i said uh i'm gonna tell you what a special treat is in story for you now i've never done this before never ever ever have i done this before i said this movie you're going to like so much that if you don't like it i will personally out of my pocket not out of the till because i can't go there out of my pocket reimburse your ticket price plus 
10%, and your beverages and, and your popcorns. And they looked at me like, wow. Uh, okay. I said, well, wait a minute. There's a caveat here. They said, well, okay, what is that? I said, you, you've got to be able to, if, if you want your money back plus 10%, you've got to be able to tell me why you didn't like it. And if it's legit, okay, if it has relevance, if it rings true, then okay, fine. Uh, here you go. I'll dig deep, dig as deep as I can. And that's pretty deep in my pockets. So, uh, and guess what happened at the end? Folks, this one has an HLT meter of 110%. It's the first film that we've ever had here that went over 100%. That means out of 100% of the people that come, 110% of them like this movie because a couple of them voted twice. And <laughs> anecdotally, I had, for the first time in a long time, three charming people uh, come up, watch it again, I did say again, I'll let the cat out of the bag. This is their second day in a row. They were here yesterday. They watched the, the middle show at 4.30, and they were back tonight to watch it again. How many movies, how many times can you say that about and of? Hmm. First in my book. So have I mentioned how much I like linoleum? Uh, the only thing I don't like is the name. Um, one of the four biggies for screenwriting is you must have a killer title. It has to be able to do the same thing for a mediocre rock and roll band that has a great album cover. You know why? Because even with mediocre rock and roll, if you've got a great cover, you're going to sell some LPs. Okay? Makes sense? All right. So, um... They violated that. They took the chance. They said, you know, we think that this is going to be good enough that we can get away with titling a movie about flooring substances from the 50s and 60s. But that being said, Jim Gaffigan, the star, uh, in an article that I read talking about Colin West, the writer-director, happened to say, to answer the question, what's with the title, he said that they were looking for a way to thread something dull, something boring, something innocuous to tie together the time travel elements here. Because remember, we're talking about some dementia here and some things not being as they seem. What could fill that bill better than the linoleum floor in your house when you were growing up, maybe on Van Rijan, in my case in Southern California, and mom had linoleum on the floor. I know, I had to clean it a couple of times. What's more boring than that? So how much fortitude, how much confidence do you have to have in your craft to be able to violate one of the big four rules? That being a need a killer title. So they did that, and now I kind of like it. Um, I've answered the question a couple of times, and while it's not a hugely satisfactory uh, answer and response, um, it is something. But remember, uh, we like to extort the virtues of ambiguity. That means, especially with this film and especially with everything everywhere all at once, is, is that my takeaway, my understanding, my appreciation, my enjoyment of these two films won't be and probably won't be necessarily yours or even similar to yours. So if I'm walking away from both of these movies, and as I did from everything, everywhere, all at once, and I said, this thing is, is killer. This thing is great. Um, I respected the editing more than 
not anything else, but respected the editing tremendously. But on this one, I'm talking about linoleum here. On this one, I'm taking away so much joy and happiness and warmth and, and reaffirming my faith in humanity whatever that is. So uh, I'm going to wrap that one up with the uh, with the commentary here because I wanted to touch on one other subject. As you know, as you've heard me bloviate on June 21st, the summer solstice, the longest day of the year, and our adjacent fundraising renovation fundraiser day that day, 15 hours of programming. Uh, we've already started on the, the, the big box uh, on the grand piano. And so when you come in the theater from here on out, I'm going to give you a receipt and I'm going to give you a pen. and I'm going to say, turn that receipt over, write down a movie that you would like to see a screen here on that day or your favorite movie. So the uh, the contest is underway and the results so far, and I engage people because, you know, it's not a secret ballot. So I say, well, what do you look? And so far, we've got a lot of uh, Lawrence of Arabia. We've gotten Dr. Zhivago. We've gotten uh, the Maltese Falcon. We've gotten, what else? Uh, Donnie Darko, sure. Uh, we've gotten a couple of uh, films from the Coen Brothers uh, portfolio. And uh, so this is really fun. What happens is this. The ones, if there's repetition, then that automatically takes you to the top. So yes, you could start a campaign and get to see True Grit, either version. Uh, (laughs) And um, so that's it. It's a number of votes. uh, Top three. If there is no repetition, then I'm going to draw them by just a blindfold. And uh, if you put down on on your receipt, back of the receipt, contact information, your phone number for a text or your email address or put your address down there and I'll send you a letter should you be the lucky winner. On the day of the big day, the big day, the longest day on June 21st, I'm going to stick my big old hand down into a top hat and I'm going to pull one of those receipts. That person, if that person left contact information, wins six free months of viewing privileges here at the historic Linwood Theater. Whoa, Nelly. Yeah, that's big time. So what else do I want to talk about? I think I was going to wrap it up. It's already 18 minutes, and uh, it's late. It's been a long day. We've got a new system up and running. Uh, went through some... Um, heartaches and headaches trying to get the things figured out but i think we got it now and it seems to be a uh, an upgraded version of what we were using so um i think it's going to be smooth sailing from here on out i hope so uh, <laughs> did i mention the uh, difficulty in getting up and running all right folks that's it uh you want me to give you the schedule one more time here at the close okay sure uh tuesday wednesday and thursday linoleum continues at 4 30 and 6 45 you only got three more days folks uh friday we debut moving on so friday it plays at 4 25 and 6 30 then saturday and sunday it plays at 2 30 4 35 and 6 45 and then monday through thursday of next week back to the 4 25 and 6 30 time slots folks i'm going to sign off for today <laughs> it's been kevin here having a great time with you i i one more time uh, if you're only going to see one movie this month it's already april if you're only going to see one movie this month uh outside on the big screen at the historic Linwood theater folks 
I'm going to uh, stake my reputation on this one. You will not be disappointed. So please come on out Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday and see linoleum. See what all the buzz is about. 4.30, 6.45, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And then moving on comes to town Friday, Saturday, and Sunday next week. It's been a gas, folks. It's been my pleasure as always to be your host here at the Historic Linwood Theater Podcast. That's all for today. It's Tuesday. It's the 4th of April. Away we go. Away we go.